What is up, plebs? Back at it again with another conversation. We're not going to waste any of your time with this intro. Mackenzie Collins was featured on the Anthony Pompliano podcast number 443. That's 443. Check that out if you haven't. Mac talks all about Bitcoin financial responsibility, the importance of good character, and even more Bitcoin. Lastly, looking for a new guest on the Bitcoin Plebs podcast. The purpose of the pod is to meet new Bitcoin friends, hear their views on the orange coin, and hopefully allow the plebs voice to be heard. The podcast is voice only and welcomes anyone and everyone who wants to chat Bitcoin. Mackenzie Collins, welcome on the pod. Thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. Yeah. And before we get started, we just got to let the listeners know, Mac is the king of all plebs. He was <laughs> featured on the Pomp podcast episode 443 in December, where he talks more about his family, hard work and providing for a family. So check that out. Uh, this conversation might build on that a bit. <laughs> um, but first question I need to get out of the way. Um, what was it like speaking to Anthony Pompliano? Um, I think it was exa- exactly what anybody can expect. I mean, it's funny. He's a pretty interesting character in the space in that anybody who is in the Bitcoin space knows him. And most people have a tremendous amount of respect for him and, and what he does. And then I go and talk to other people in my life who aren't Bitcoiners or aren't in the space and they have no idea who he is. Um, So for me, it was a really big deal. And uh, I really thought it was amazing that he was willing to bring me on. Like I say, uh, I'm just a a, a average everyday guy. No, uh, nothing special here like most of us. And uh, yeah, it was just an honor to be on there. Yeah, no kidding. So that kind of answered my next question. If anything's changed in your life since that conversation, or is it? Well, I I mean, you've seen what Bitcoin's been doing lately. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, there's been some stuff changing in my life um, in that way. But as far as our day to day, not really, because uh, we're, we're like most good Bitcoiners, and we're just trying to uh, stay low key uh keep uh keep all the uh finances in order without having to dip into uh any of our bitcoin and yeah just live life enjoy life and let bitcoin do its job so yeah yep um that's interesting we all have a little different view on why bitcoin is important to us some people say, oh, it's scarce, hard money that nobody can devalue my savings or earnings in. Some people say, oh, you know, I can get more dollars. Some people say it's a transformation in the energy set. There's self-sovereign money. There's so many of these stories people connect with. Um, can you just start off telling us why you choose to save Bitcoin and how it benefits you, your family and community? how you think Bitcoin can affect you, your family and community? Absolutely. So um, again, I am uh, I'm a pretty average person when it comes to uh, 
finances like in that I spent uh, the vast majority of my life up until about well four three four years ago just not understanding how the financial system works and uh, not understanding what I was doing to myself um, taking things like uh, car loans accruing credit debt things like that and uh, so I, I know a lot of people you know especially on the technical end of things with Bitcoin they get uh, pretty deep into you know describing how Bitcoin is uh, pure monetary energy and all that stuff I, I, I try not to I've got enough going around in my head I'm trying to figure out um, uh, that relates to me my life and the importance uh, of Bitcoin that I don't want to uh, like I said, one step at a time with this, there's so much to learn. It's really, truly endless. So um, for me, Bitcoin is a store of value. It is uh, something that, uh, of course, uh, the price discovery has been wonderful because uh, we were early to the game. Um, but really, it's taught me so much respon fiscal responsibility. Um, now, I'm I, I, up until recently, I would describe myself as a pretty um, uh, impulsive spender. Um, I see something, mm. I can't get it out of my head, I want it, I will rationalize and justify as much as I need to to make that happen. And, uh, you know, those, uh, <laughs> those things can Put you in a deep hole pretty quick financially especially when it comes to uh you know bigger purchases like uh you know we've got an rv we've got i've got a newer truck and all this stuff and uh you know it's a it's a lot of want and not a lot of need right so right. i would say for my family it's taught uh myself uh, a, a lot of uh, fiscal responsibility as far as moving outwards um I don't know uh, if you have a lot of friends in this space or like your day-to-day -day friends, if they're into Bitcoin, mine or not. Um, I, have, <laughs> I have maybe one or two um, out of the many that are, have gone down the rabbit hole who are very, very, uh, like they're, they're infatuated with it, kind of like I am. I've been accused of uh, <laughs> being a, a little bit of a maniac about it um like <laughs> my friends um yeah I, yeah i'm often asked how my unicorn money is doing and uh <laughs> yeah it's tough in a couple ways because one we made uh we made uh you know our investment and i don't want people thinking that i'm i'm doing it frivolously and trying and you know uh, leveraging my family's future on something that uh, is unicorn money. That's not, that's not what it is. It's just, I have an understanding of what it is that some of my friends don't. And if they're not interested, that's completely fine. And I, I don't try and push that on them, but I feel like everybody's going to learn about it one day. It's going to be so deeply ingrained in, uh, in, in the economy, in the financial system that, you're not going to be able to avoid it. And if you want to be successful fiscally, then you need to understand what Bitcoin is, just like you needed to understand what gold is and how lines of credit work and all these different things, right? Um, so yeah, I, it, it's, a, it's a balance of not forcing it on anybody. Um, but when you see people you care about 
and you know you're as convinced as I am about what Bitcoin is and what it's becoming, you just want every you want to help everybody. You want yeah, I, right. I want I want the best for everybody. I, I and uh, that being said, I got I always step back and I go, hey, this is uh, this is all exciting, but this is all happening very fast, and we have a long way to go. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. I, uh yeah not to ramble on too much i i don't want to uh <laughs> but no yeah. you're good you're good yeah i just i i look at twitter right now especially uh the last few weeks and don't get me wrong i am just as excited as anybody um but there is a lot of hubris and a lot of arrogance going on and i just i'm the kind of guy i grew up my heroes were all amazing at what they did but they were humble and um that's what i really think we should be as bitcoiners because if we got in early and uh we were fortunate enough to do that um i don't think rubbing it in other people's faces is the way to do it even the people who doubted us because um there's only that can only end one of two ways one we win and we are sore winners and nobody likes us <laughs> something happens as i said we have a long way to go and a lot of uh, infrastructure to build and if it goes south then you got a lot of uh a lot, a lot of apologizing to do a lot of uh you're gonna have a heavy lesson in humility right um, right I think we should all just be happy for what we have. That's the bottom line. I think we're, we're all very fortunate to, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all very exciting. And no, no doubt. I just, and I'm not referring to the laser eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's all good and fun, but uh, you know, I've seen some people calling out other people for not having the laser eyes and it's like, come on guys, that's not what we're here for. That's not the important part, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is super exciting, you know, what Bitcoin's been doing the last few months. But yeah, I really appreciate the perspective, you know, like stay humble, stat sats. And yeah, I'm super glad we got that, you know, talking about right at the beginning here because, yeah, it's easy to forget. Um, You you brought up a couple interesting things in there, Um, one of which is... Uh, why, why do you think Bitcoin ideas can be so infectious? It seems like many people see radical changes in their lives and they can't stop thinking about it or sharing Bitcoin with others once they understand it. You know, like why, are, why is Bitcoin, you know, like a disease? It spreads. The, for me, the interesting part is <laughs> it's different for everybody. Um, I like I have a friend who is my my entire reason is to support my family and provide a, a, a life for my kids that, you know, any any parent would want. Right. But then I have other friends who don't have kids and they're just as interested and just as deep down the rabbit hole. But their their um, incentive for it is completely different. Um, like I say, on my end. When you find something, I spent, I've been a dad for 10 years now, um, coming on to 11. And 
for those 10 years, I've been trying to do right by my family and, uh, you know, just, just provide for them. And then all of a sudden this thing comes along that not only has given us a kind of financial freedom I didn't expect, it's also the, 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 the knowledge of how to keep that wealth. Right. Uh, it's one thing I've, I've, I've actually been scouring the internet looking for different, uh, there's a difference between uh, uh, someone who say wins the lottery. They get, they get their money. They never had money before. They take this money and they don't know what to do it, with it, how to deal with it. And it's all gone. Um, whereas with us, you know, whether it be, it doesn't matter what it is. If you have, if you put in 20 bucks and made a thousand dollars, I mean, you, Bitcoin incentivizes you not to spend that, but to keep that and to hold on to it at whatever cost. Um, like it, it, that's the difference. It's so interesting. Um, I have no desire to get rid of any of my Bitcoin. I don't want to, I could, we, we, we could, we could, do some things right now that would, you know, it's already obviously been, been a huge uh, gift to us, but we're not, we're just sitting here. We're just enjoying our lives. I go to work every day the same way. My wife looks after the kids. We're going to go on our camping trips. We're going to do all these things. And, you know, if you asked me five years ago, if, if, if I had X amount of dollars, what would I do? I'd probably be like, oh, I'd, I'd buy this, I'd buy this, I'd go get this house. And I have no desire right. for any of that. So that, that's the really interesting thing uh, about, about uh, the effect it's had on me. But like I say, I, I, listened, I was listening to one of your podcasts. I think it might have been the last one. Uh, the, the guy was, uh, he got into mining with his brother. Um, oh, yeah. Wizard yeah. Oz. Yeah. So I was listening to him and... I could tell we are both equally as passionate about Bitcoin and its disruption, but his fascination is in a completely different realm of what it is. And that's what's so interesting to me. So, yeah. And that's why I love this podcast is, you know, the longer I do it, the more people I talk with, it's like, wow, you know, we all see, see Bitcoin helping us in a different way or you know we all have a different point of view mm -hmm. and the the savings thing that you mentioned is like one of the most exciting things for me because when you have a hard money that incentivizes you to save um doesn't that does that re this Sorry. is getting oh yeah you're good <laughs> does this get reduce consumption and increase investment into our future so if we have a different incentive structure to save instead of spend you know it's crazy how much our society could improve you know if we're all investing for our futures instead of consuming today and do you see do you see hope in our future because of that because i i also saw you're into like the fourth turning and yeah. like, I don't know if you've read The Sovereign Individual because, yeah, yeah. but there's some like dark concepts in Bitcoin too. So I, I don't know if it's a positive or a hopeful thing, but what do you think about the future? So 
Um, as a younger man, and when I say younger, I mean in my 20s, I was, uh, I want to say, I was fairly pessimistic. Um, I, you know, house prices were going up. I wasn't making much money. I had a wife and a daughter at home and I was like, I'm never going to own a home. It's just never going to happen. And then through just hard work, putting my head down, not taking no for an answer and, you know, having people who care about me and my family, you know, egg me on, like give me that, that boost, uh, uh, mentally that you can do it. You just have to, it's going to be hard and that's what it is. Um, so with that, um, now as bad as everything's gotten, I feel like there's only good that can come from the point we're at. Um, mm. And not for the greatest reason. I think we are so far down a hole in so many different aspects of society that there's nowhere to go but up. Um, you know, barring descending into, uh, you know, actual world war, I don't know what else. Can, <laughs> like, it's just things are so ugly out there sometimes. I, I, I posted something yesterday um on twitter i just uh, it was the word they i'm really starting to hate it because everything's they did this and they over here and, and it's always us against them and that's what I, uh it, just, it it drives me absolutely nuts um mm. because with bitcoin you see so many different people from so many different walks of life and they all meet in the middle at this one thing and I think a lot of Bitcoiners recognize that. But then all of a sudden, if it comes to a different cryptocurrency, we go right back to our tribalism. And it's like, no, they are the worst. You can't, you can't be spending time over there. This is the technology. It has to be this. It has to be that. Like, I am su such a big proponent of working together. And e even if someone doesn't agree with you, you just you meet in the middle the, you you respect their their right to have their opinion and that doesn't happen very often so like i said uh the, my what uh, my wife and uh our 10 year old we watched that uh documentary the social dilemma mm. yeah we, i've never seen that one it's pretty good it's just about social media and you know the big tech companies the way they are right now and you know i can't help but think that it's you know tilted one way versus the other because of who produced it and everything but there's a lot of really good points um they were pretty good at remaining uh they talk about basically how all these technologies twitter instagram facebook all these different things they are very useful tools but they are tools it's like a hammer you can build a house or you can kill someone with it. Like it's how you use it, right? Um, and right. I, I don't think we've learned the uh, the nuances with all this stuff because for me, uh, you know, social media is a tool. I run my business and I advertise exclusively on social media. Um, it has provided a living for my family for a lot of years. Um, and I don't have to expose myself to all that trash and garbage that's out there too, right? Um, 
So yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm, I'm a optimistic person. I think there's a, only good to come as long as our people at the top stay reasonable and, uh, you know, right. Don't go too yeah. far. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, that's all right. Um, so this, it sounds like personal responsibility. Is that an important, um, important value to you? Yeah, I am. I think you ask anyone in my life. I am, <laughs> I am someone who, if I screw up, I own up to it and I fix it. If it doesn't, it, 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 and it's just, it's a hard line that I live my life by because it, uh, something in life that is not valued as much as it should be nowadays is a person's character. Um, it's something that I'm teaching to my kids. Um, they're growing up and I want them to know that it is very hard to earn someone's trust and it is very easy to lose it um and with that like i say having character it just it doesn't seem to be it's weird it it doesn't seem to be a uh something that people value anymore you can get away with a lot you you can put on a face and act a certain way and you know basically go through (laughs) i don't know be a salesperson, uh, you know, a greasy salesperson, I guess, in life and, and say one thing, but mean another and just, uh, but I, I can't li- I don't live my life that way. I have a really hard time with it. I want people to be comfortable around me and know that, um, like I say, I'm going to stand by my word. I, I expect others to do it. And w- when you're doing it yourself, you, you have the right to expect others, uh, that of others. Um, and it keeps a, keeps it uh, pretty, pretty good in your social circles uh, everybody stays honest and there's not really a lot of bickering and drama and all this stuff that uh, we seem to crave on social media yeah this idea of character was one of the things I took away most from your interview with Pomp you know your emphasis on hard work and honesty and then you know today like personal responsibility like these are all good things to have and I think in the Bitcoin space, you know, like all of these things are kind of encouraged and developed. Like, I really like our community. Um, so, um, it looks like you've got a, a strong work that ethic, a successful career, a happy family. Um, do you have any advice to young Bitcoin plebs like myself? or anybody else listening to the podcast who may be just starting their adult life um, and want to achieve the same things as you um, in the face of all the uncertainty in the future? That was a... Yeah, um, so I'm always, I'm always weary about giving uh, advice only because, uh, you know, like I say, <laughs> I... Uh... I'm average Mac. I, I'm just a everyday guy, right? So why listen to me? But I can tell you what, what I do and what makes, uh, what makes me feel accomplished at the end of the day, I guess, is the bottom line. And that's, uh, like I say, uh, taking self-responsibility, 
um, knowing that nobody can affect the way you feel during the day except you. You, you know, you have, once you master that, that ability to control your emotions in a way that, you know, if someone's coming down on you and giving you a hard time, that's a them problem. If you've done everything you can and you are, you're doing your best, uh, they have nothing, they have nothing on you. And it, you can go home at the end of the day, even if someone gave you a hard time at work and you can lay down and know you did your best. And if this job doesn't work out, guess what? I'll move on to the next one. And I'm going to do the same thing over again. And if you keep consistent, having good moral character, working hard, not complaining, none of us deserve, not, uh, we live in this culture where I deserve this. Mm. This is, uh, you know, I've been working for this long. I deserve this. That's a terrible way to, uh, that's how you get into credit debt. That's how a, a lot of bad things happen. You know, uh, I had a habit when uh, I was younger. Yeah. We would be low on funds. We need money. So I would go into overdrive, be working, you know, 12 hours a day, seven days a week plus, and just whatever I need to do to make the money. Then you get to the end of that and you're so wiped and drawn out and you have this extra money. And instead of it going to where it needed to go, you go, I just worked really, really, really hard. <laughs> and I deserve to go and get myself this. Okay, but you know what you just did? All that work was now for this thing that you have, and <laughs> you got to go start it all over again. So, like I say, uh, that that self ownership and and uh, yeah, there's going to be hard times. And every time I've gone through a hard time in my life the really bad ones, especially the ones where you're like, what am I going to do? Those are the things I appreciate most because it makes everything else so much easier going on when you deal with those really difficult hardships. Next time, next one that comes along isn't going to be as bad likely. And you, that's, that's how you grow as a person. That's just, yeah, that's just developing as a person. And <laughs> a lot of people don't do that. I know a lot of adults that, uh, and I think I recognized this when I was a kid, I see a lot of, uh, I would see a lot of adults. I'm like, I didn't, ne I never bought into that. He, they're an adult. You have to respect them because they're an adult. No, no, no. This guy seems like a dirt bag. And I'm sorry. I, I just, I, there's something here that I don't respect. And, uh, I think picking up on that at a young age because of the way my parents raised me, um, with those values, it, it, like I say, uh, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be in my 30s now and be able to recognize that. Yeah, that, that's some that's some great advice, especially you know taking the perspective of uh, your challenges. You know, they're necessary; they make you stronger. You mm -hmm. know, like yeah, you you know. <laughs> I think there's that Michael Jordan. I think it was Michael Jordan. He said, I win so much because I've lost so much. And, and that's just it. Like the guy, we know Michael Jordan as this, you know, uh, immovable object, this force of nature that, you know, if you went up against him, you lost. Well, guess what? That was for, what, an eight-year span of his life? There, the vast majority of that was him losing and him 
working up to that. Like everybody wants, everybody wants that glory now. And that doesn't happen overnight. It just doesn't. And I, I think that's the one thing that media is uh, really bad at doing. Like you look at all these influencers and stuff. Right. And nobody's even trying anymore. These influencers, it's like, they're not even, they're not even uh, trying to hide the fact that they made money overnight. They're like, yeah, I made money overnight. You can do it too. I have no value in what I do. I provide no value. I have no skill set. I did this one thing and now I'm rich. And I'm always going to be rich and you can be too. And I just go, oh my goodness. Like you are setting up so many people who are failure. If you ever see those videos, anybody who's listening, block the account. Just ignore <laughs> completely. That guy got lucky and he's probably going to be at the bottom of the barrel. And, it, and half these guys don't even have the money that they're talking about. You know, right. They're, they're going to these uh, photo booths. I heard there's like some photo booth that's the inside of a private jet that influencers can go and take pictures and act like they're on a private jet. Like nothing is what you see. Always, you know, be a critical thinker. Always uh, dig deeper and go, you know, make sure pull back the curtain before you dive in. Cause these guys are just crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is so interesting. So, so what's going on here? You've talked a lot about um, how important learning. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Financial responsibility is, and that's a tough thing. That's not intuitive that, you know, I've recently finished my, you know, my elementary, middle school, high school education. And it's not like I was taught financial responsibility or like character there. And luckily I have parents who, you know, taught me those things, but what's going on with society with um, these very important things uh, kind of being lost. And do you think like Bitcoin can help bring that back? trying to bring it back onto the topic i i think it's yeah yeah i guess eh? i don't know <laughs> I, 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 the interest like i know i know it seems like we're getting away from bitcoin but like everything i'm talking about is all generated like it, that's the weird thing about it it all comes back to bitcoin and that's why or and this fiscal responsibility right um so i i know it seems like we're getting away from it but like i i think like, I, I guess your question was, um, what's happening in that, uh, these values aren't being taught anymore kind of thing. Yeah. It just seems like, you know, like people don't value honest character as much as they used to. And, um, we can see our government governments, you know, may not have the best fiscal responsibility and then individuals as well. It, mm -hmm. It's not being taught. It's not like it's anyone's fault because it's like really tough to understand these concepts that you're talking about, like, you know, avoiding credit card debt and not taking out a loan for a car. Like these are things everybody my age does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I think it's a, a, like I say, a certain amount of hopelessness. Like, don't get me wrong. When I went and bought my truck, I was like, I did it. And, you know, I've got a business that I run and literally that be, I depend on that vehicle. So, so there's that, but I didn't need to spend what I did on it. I like uh, that. That's, that's, that's completely, <laughs> that's completely not true. Right. And I think, 
Um, you know that saying, uh, it takes a village to raise, raise a child kind of thing? Yeah. I think the whole, I think the thing about Bitcoin is the community, right? That's what people need. It's just um, our communities have been so niche for the past, you know, 20, 30 years where, you know, if you're a basketball fan and you're all about basketball and you just stay, everybody stays in their own place. But Bitcoin is something, like I say, doesn't matter who you are, what you're into outside. It brings everybody together because we all have that. First off, we all use money. So we all fit in there. And that's, that's the, that's the most obvious thing. But the other thing is we all want to succeed and we all have drive and we all want what's best for our family. And, and some of us just want what's best for us. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Right. Right. Um, if you're a young guy and you're trying to, you know, kill it. And I see some of these guys, some of these, you know, I'm always fascinated with the traders on, on Twitter just because, you know, <laughs> they're dealing with a lot of, a lot of money. Right. Um, and I watch them and some of these guys are so young and what they're doing. I just, I got nothing but respect for them. And I, I you know, I can, I can forgive some of the ego that comes with it because <laughs> that happens too. But I watch what they're doing and uh, you know, the one, one young guy there paid off his parents' mortgage and uh, bought his dad a brand new car. And I'm just like, that is, that's, that's like a dream come true, man. Like that is that, that's the people who are in this space for the most part. Right. Um, we want to see others succeed. We want to see everybody do well. And, and, like I say, that's why, like I say, I get made fun of, like, this is my religion or, or, <laughs> or my dad, my dad asked me the other day, so when are you getting the tattoo on your forehead? And it's like, <laughs> that's, you know, and I get it because I do, I talk about it. I was watching the other night there, um, uh, Mark Yusko and, uh, Preston, they, yeah. they get their live on YouTube and, you know, just listening to those guys. I used to be a car guy, man. I used to spend all my time watching hot rod videos and I build <laughs> cars and I do all this stuff. And I will do that again one day. That is like, it's still a passion of mine, but I watching Mark and stuff that, that was just ex as exciting for me as watching any hot rod television um, show was back in the day. Right. right. So I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I am being, a, I'm able to provide for my family and everybody's happy and we're all comfortable. Like I asked my wife the other day, I had a bit of a hard day at work and I came home and I said to her, you know, the place we live, how beautiful it is. We have a roof over our heads. We have, uh, you know, more than enough food. Am I allowed to be upset anymore? Am I, am I allowed to have a down day? Like really, in the scheme of things, like we're just so absolutely fortunate. And right. uh, even if you're not a Bitcoiner, I think people need to step back and, you know, look at your surroundings, turn off the news and look outside and see it's a beautiful day. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be thankful for. So. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's one of the things I think it's pretty cool about Bitcoin. I, I tweeted I think Bitcoin is the answer to the 
nihilism epidemic in young people. I don't know if that's a little extreme, but it no, was a Twitter so. post. I think that's but, awesome. Yeah, once you read the Bitcoin standard and, you know, think through how hard money as the foundation for society as opposed to our fiat money can, it's like it, you can benefit financially from this. You can see a better world for your family and community. It's like this is something, you know, I've been waiting for in my life to, to give me, you know, some higher purpose and it sounds like you think the same way about it It, it's hope man all it is is we i'm i don't know you're probably the same as me in that i watch my parents work their fingers to the bone for a lot of years now Mm -hmm. and i always look at them and i go how do they work so hard like they should you always think that your parents deserve everything right you want them to be I want my parents to be retired, living on a beach, happy with everything, right? Uh, they, they, they've given me everything uh, that, that I have in my life. So that's what, that's what you want to see. And what we're getting now, and the reason our generation is lucky, is that all of a sudden, our value, we're being paid a fair value as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know, my parents and your parents, they all worked through probably some of the worst times of, uh, like of inflation, right? Right. Um, with their working career. And unless they were in real estate or this, that, or the other thing, there's, there might not be a lot, uh, a lot left for retirement, right? And it's unjust. It's not like they didn't put their time in. Like we're looking globally, there's there's pension funds that are are not going to be able to pay out um, to 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 the people who contributed to them for their entire lives, and are relying on them, you know, and, and even then they're still underpaid, you know. Nobody can right. live on a thousand or even two thousand dollars a month anymore. That's not a thing anymore. You can't do it. So, like I say, with Bitcoin, it's that hope that with 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 sound money. You're being paid for your value. I'm not saying everybody deserves, you know, the highest paying job in the world, but I think everybody should be paid what their value is. If you provide value, this is what you get. And it doesn't matter what the government says. It doesn't matter what, um, what you know, a, a, at any level, municipal, uh, we have provinces here, so provincial or right. federal. It doesn't matter what they think. The free market decides this is your value. This is what you're going to get paid. And if you don't like it, then you need to find something else. Um, whereas right now, <laughs> you, you know, uh, that, uh, that value is only being shown in certain, uh, I look at, uh, I was kind of talking about our, our value and how it's not fairly represented in the monetary system that we have right now. Um, but I look at teachers are a big, uh, I think they're massively left out of that. Uh, whereas they're so important. Um, our education system in Canada, I think has some massive holes in it. Um, why? Because I'm pretty sure I fell through that hole, uh, uh, pretty young. Uh, Yeah. 
I wasn't the right kind of learner for the space that they had provided. And instead of uh, anybody, well, there, there, there were teachers that recognized it and they, and they made my life a lot easier and helped me understand, like, I, I, had this, I had this one teacher, he was actually my basketball coach too. And I remember I was having a really hard time one day and I just threw my hands up and walked home and uh, he drove by me, saw, saw I was having a hard time and just went, uh, hey man, like, I know your grades aren't the best and this, that, and the other thing. He's like, you have a great family. You're a smart kid. You have your head on your shoulders and you, you work hard. So believe it or not, just because that doesn't equal success in school, the way you're dealing with it right now, you have all the characteristics of someone who's going to be successful once you leave. Um, and that's crazy to me that I could spend 13 years of my life in a, in a program that's not developing me um, and prepping me for with a, strengthening the traits that I have. Right. Um, so a teacher like that, I look at him and I go, where's the, how do you put a value on that? You just, you just in one conversation took my life. Like I said, I, I thought about that on my wedding day. I, I think about these things and I go, you, you completely altered the course of my life and the way I go about thinking um, with one conversation. So right. like I say, I just, I just think uh, it's a big problem. Undervalue, lack of education. Um, yeah. I, I, but like I say, there's, I, I think we're only up for, from here. I think a lot of people are sick of the world we're living in right now. Um, and they want, uh, the majority, there are some, uh, anarchists out there who want the place, the whole <laughs> thing to fall apart. But I think the majority of us, uh, want, want the best for one another. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a excellent way to put it. Um, mm -hmm. so do you listen to podcasts? Uh, which ones have been the best Bitcoin focused or not? um yeah obviously you know pomp's what i wake up to every morning um <laughs> because not not only for his bitcoin um content but also um you know one day depending on what happens with bitcoin we might you know pull some money out and want to invest it in different areas right and right. You know, all this vc stuff that he talks about and just just investing in general and uh you know i listen you, you listen to chamath you listen to mark you listen uh, mark cuban mark yusko all these different guys and it's just so much knowledge there it's so so much fun and then uh what bitcoin did uh peter mccormick i like his i absolutely do not agree with everything peter says um <laughs> That, but uh, he's a he's a very strong personality and but that's what i like about him um i don't have to agree with everything he says i like that he's he doesn't know everything he knows he doesn't know everything he's very he has strong conviction in in the things he does know but he brings in the right people to help him articulate what he's trying to get across right um and yeah, they're just, they're, they're two very different shows. Um, but I think, and they, they provide different perspectives on the same, on the same thing. So those are probably the, the two that I listen to the most. Like that's my daily. Um, I've so obviously <laughs> ever since we talked, I've been, uh, 
listening to some of yours and uh, getting into that because like I say, I just, nobody around here wants to hear me talk about Bitcoin anymore. So <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got to listen to other people and uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's awesome. But then um, I guess outside of Bitcoin, my, uh, yeah. um, I really like uh, the comedian Andrew Santino. Andrew Santino. He, he's funny. He's got uh it's called uh, Whiskey Ginger. It's uh, just a podcast. Him and a bunch of com- comedians that he brings in. They drink some whiskey and talk about whatever, right? And then uh, he's got another one called Bad Friends with Bobby Lee. And, and they're just, whenever my brain's roasted from hours and hours of either listening to Audible or, you know, all this learning, I fire right. those up in a nice little, okay. Don't don't take things so seriously all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, yeah, I'll have to check those out soon. Yeah. Um, can we finish off by just like hearing some some of your craziest Bitcoin stories? I I don't know, you know, if anything stands out, but it could be like during the bear market or like during March when we fell down to three thousand, or maybe from recent months as we've climbed or. Do you have like a crazy Bitcoin experience that you can share? Yeah, I guess the craziest one for me, I mean, anything, anything that I had a really visceral extreme reaction to anyway, happened back in 2017, 2018. Um, You get, uh, you get used to the volatility, right? Yeah. Um, When it dove down to 3000 there last year, I didn't really, it, did, it didn't do anything to me. I was just like, yeah, uh, the whole world's shutting down. I get what's happening. Like this, this kind of makes sense. Um, I think I was lucky in, it's one of those things you don't know what you don't know because I didn't realize how thin the order books had gotten on some of the exchanges and stuff and how close we were going <laughs> to going to zero. Um, so maybe I was blissfully unaware in that, but I'd say, when I, with like a lot of people, when I first got into crypto, um, I bought spot cryptocurrencies, um, wasn't necessarily focused on Bitcoin and then right off the bat discovered margin trading, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. And I was lucky in that I was on a exchange that only allowed two to three times, um, uh, margin trading. Um, so I didn't go full DGEN and, you know, do, do 20% plus. Um, and, and when I say that, I know there are people who know how to use that stuff responsibility. I'm saying I was not one of them, especially at that <laughs> point. So I'm glad I wasn't aware of it. Yeah, okay. Um, more of a gambler's mindset. Right. So I just remember at that point it was five, four or five years ago now. I was, we had just bought our first house. Um, I, I was gutting it, fixing it up. And I, was, I had put a ton of work in, tired at the end of the day. And I went and laid down in, in the RV that I was basically living in because the house wasn't livable. Yeah. And I'm on my phone, margin trading uh, uh, lumens, uh, XLM. <laughs> and yeah, made like, $32,000 US within a matter of hours. And I would thought I was like, Oh, I found out what I'm good at. This is gonna, this is awesome. 
this is amazing. I ran, I told my wife, it was great. We got some money in the bank. We were, I was literally working, making money. And then every penny I made went into the house so we could get move in. This makes things a lot easier. I'm a trader now. And then uh, about three days later, I went back to her. Um, uh, obviously emotional because I felt like I had betrayed my family and I had lost it all. It was all gone. There was nothing left. And uh, yeah, you, that's, that, that was a hard lesson to learn. And that was the probably the worst I've ever felt. Um, because as I, I, you watched on the pod, podcast, I, that money could have bought me a lot of weekends with my kids, right? Yeah. And I was irresponsible and I was thinking, I was, I was greedy. It was greed that drove it and I lost that money. Luckily, I got my head on straight, did the right things, went about the right way the next time and uh, yeah, and, and we've done fine since then but I'm glad I learned that lesson and I'm glad I learned it early because uh, yeah, there's nothing worse than, like I could imagine me making a bunch of money off spot and then margin trading later Man, that could that number could have been a lot bigger, and uh, it would have been a lot harder to learn and, and recover from, right? So, right, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good lesson that many people have to learn the hard way. I just remember in March of, I guess, twenty twenty, like I was just like pale white, like so, <laughs> like I couldn't believe, like you know, I did save so much worth so much like at and then to see like just a, a few thousand dollars in my account i was like oh my god but at least yeah. i hadn't been trading because i would have zero dollars but luckily you know as we've seen after march um we recovered well because yeah so hodl hodl that's the message <laughs> Absolutely, because like I say, it's a hard lesson to learn. I mean, I see I see so many people trying to time the market and oh, I'll sell this peak and then buy back down here because it's going back down here. You do whatever you want, but you got to be able to live with yourself if that doesn't play out, right? Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again for your time to chat some Bitcoin. <laughs> There's so much great content in here. I'm going to listen to it again. Make sure I observe absorb everything you said um any last words for the plebs uh yeah uh just uh yeah have fun with it um it's there's a lot to learn don't think that you're gonna learn it all overnight um keep your be humble <laughs> keep your ego in check i know it's tempting to go out and uh beak off uh peter schiff when he uh <laughs> gives some kind of uh irrational tweet but guess what that guys like that have a lot of knowledge and uh, have a whole lifetime doing what they're doing so they do deserve respect in that and uh you know just uh be happy that it's here be happy that we have the opportunities that we do uh to learn and we're in it when we are so oh yeah stay humble stats hats as matt would say <laughs> <laughs>